Hi, I'm Megan Hillica, a grieving mother turned grief coach. I now support, guide, and offer tools to navigate the unthinkable of child loss to other moms who also know this pain. I help you go from empty, lost, and broken to learning to carry your grief and live alongside it. If there's one thing I want you to see, it's hope. Hope that there's life after loss. Hope that there's so much more for you and encouragement that you're normal. All of this is possible along with never forgetting or moving on from your baby or child. I'm holding on to hope for you until you are ready to hold it yourself. Welcome to Grieving Moms Podcast. Welcome to Grieving Moms Podcast, episode number 49, Getting in Tune with Our Emotions. Today, I want to talk about emotions and how we can start connecting with our body. But before we dive into that, I just want to ask you to go leave a rating and review on iTunes or wherever you listen to the podcast so that other grieving mothers like yourself can find the support, encouragement, and hope that you are finding in this podcast as well. So today, i talking about emotions. Looking inside of ourselves and beginning to feel our emotions is one of the most difficult things we can do. It really is. It, there's a quote that I had heard and I can't find it, but it's something about like it is the most difficult thing we can do to start looking within ourselves. But we are driven by our emotions. Everything we do is because we feel a certain emotion. And I think it's something we need to recognize and become aware of um, as a society We have been taught that emotions are fluffy, emotions are bad, emotions are a sign of weakness. But I truly, truly believe that our emotions are a gift that we have been given to process and to release the energy of our experiences from our bodies. Our emotions also help us to act, not act, respond, and do things in the world. So truly, truly, our emotions are a blessing, but we need to begin to learn how to feel them, process them, sit with them, and connect with them. I was so unaware of my emotions before Aria died. My emotions ruled my life without me realizing it, and I really felt emotionally broken. I described it with Justin that I felt really emotionally fragile. Um, I reacted quickly. I felt like I would go up and down on an emotional roller coaster, and I had no idea why. Usually it was because of everyone else and what everyone else was doing to me, or namely how my husband was doing things wrong. This is that was my perspective back then. I like things have changed a lot now, but you know, that was my experience at that time. So when Aria died, I felt like I had no choice but to learn how to get in touch with my emotions. And now I would describe myself as really emotionally in tune. Um, I feel like I have emotional fitness. I have emotional well-being. I have the capacity to feel and sit with my emotions. <laughs> now, does that mean that I'm perfect? Does that mean that I don't react? Does that mean that I don't get frustrated? Does that mean that I'm just so in tune all the time? No, it's just that I have more awareness now. I don't judge myself as much for having emotions and I have an easier time allowing them. It's easier to kind of move through it to allow and to get back up after a hard experience when I know how my emotions are, how they feel in my body, how to process them, how to move through them, and to release them. It's just kind of like getting stronger. It's emotional strength, I guess. And so how do you do that? I want to kind of give you some ideas and tangible ways of 
getting in tune with your emotions. So first, I want you to just think of emotions as energy. They're just an energy or a vibration coming up in your body. If you start to pay attention, you will notice where this energy shows up for you in your body. For me, shame comes up in my belly. I get a horrible stomach ache. It feels hot and whirly. Stress comes up in my chest and feels intense and really focused in the center of my chest. It feels black and dark. And when you start turning within and when you stop trying to talk your way out of your emotions, but you start to connect with your body and start to turn within and start to really go into your body, that is when you can start to notice them. And when you can allow them just as energy in your body, they can flow rather than getting stuck in your body. I want you to imagine a river flowing through your body. You want the emotions to be able to move through your body as a river, to allow, to process, to release. When instead you fight the energy of the emotion, you put up a dam to block the river. Imagine that dam in the river and it backlogs and builds up in your body. All of a sudden, your body is carrying built up guilt anger, resentment, rage, sadness, grief, depression. But then you remove that dam and allow it instead of block. The emotions can start to flow through you. And second, don't label emotions as good or bad. They are not good or bad. They certainly can be more intense and less intense. Some are more painful and some are lighter. But if you describe an emotion as bad, does it make you want to feel it? Like, do you want to feel that, that emotion that we're like, oh, that's a horrible emotion or a bad emotion. I don't want to feel it. And so often we label anger as a bad emotion. I say we shouldn't feel anger. Yet I agree that acting out in anger can be very damaging for relationships and ourselves and very harmful in so many ways. It's a very powerful emotion. But I would also argue that processing and allowing anger to flow through your body in a healthy way is way more useful than shoving the anger down because it's a bad emotion and we shouldn't be feeling it. Third, let go of judgment of yourself when you are feeling emotions. When you are feeling an intense emotion, instead of judgment, get curious. What does that emotion feel like in your body? Can you describe what color it is? Notice the color. How would you describe it to someone else? What do you want to do with this emotion, when you're feeling the energy of this emotion in your body, how do you want to respond? What, what do you want to do to try take away this feeling that you're having? Instead of telling yourself you shouldn't be feeling this way or you shove it down because it's uncomfortable, can you sit with it and go within your body and start to notice what it feels like? Begin to sit with the energy of that emotion without needing to change it or get rid of it. Number four, once you have sat with the emotion, start to pay attention to why you're feeling that way. What happened? What is the thought behind it? What are you thinking that is creating this emotion? Just try to get present with the thought. It can be so hard to notice the thought. A lot of times we think, no, I just got angry or I just got sad or I just got frustrated or whatever it was, or I just feel guilty. But there is a thought. There is a thought driving that emotion. So once you have learned to sit with the emotion and feel the emotion, pay attention to the thought. What is the thought driving that? And it can be so quick that you, you have to really take some time to become aware of it, that it's so quick that you hardly notice the thought. 
So it's just really, again, getting really curious with yourself. And finally, I want you to try an exercise to feel an emotion on demand. So often it feels like we can't feel a certain way or, you know, like a certain emotion. I can't ever be happy. I can't ever feel gratitude. I can't ever feel the sadness or I just feel numb or empty that it's not possible to feel something. And I want to offer this to you to go sit for a few moments by yourself and set a timer and pick an emotion that you want to feel. Maybe it's an emotion that you're already feeling a lot. Maybe it's an emotion that you want to feel. So if I want to give an example of sadness, so bring up sadness in your body and allow it to flow through your body. Practice allowing this emotion to be without judging it. Allow it to be there without needing to get rid of it. You can do this with every emotion, anger, sadness, fear, and some of the most powerful ones to do this with in grief are the ones that kind of bring up guilt or maybe we think is not possible for us, like gratitude and calm. This has been, you know, we think we're never going to, no, I can't feel gratitude, I'm grieving. But it's really a practice. It's really taking time. And when you do it and you feel it, you can see how it is possible for you. So set your timer. I really want you to try this, seriously. Set your timer for three minutes and allow gratitude to fill your body. Be present in the moment and just let gratitude in for those three moments. It might be hard to do. It might feel really difficult. And one thing I want to offer is like, don't force it. Don't be like, oh, I need to feel gratitude because that's not going (laughs) to, that's really not going to bring in gratitude. Don't push it. Just allow it. Just like it's really more of a allowing and a filling rather than a forcing and a shoving. So just close your eyes if that feels comfortable for you and set your timer and just like see if you can feel gratitude. It's a gratitude practice. You sit with it for three minutes. And I promise the more you do that, the more you will be able to see how things shift for you and how possible it is for you in your life. I hope this is helpful in a beginning start for you to begin feeling, sitting with, allowing, and processing the roller coaster of emotions that come with grief. I know it is a difficult journey. I know it's painful. I know it is excruciating. And I'm so sorry you know this pain as well. Please feel free to reach out and connect with me. You can join me in the Facebook group or you could email me at hello at meganhelica.com. Take care. I'll see you next week. While this episode of Grieving Moms podcast is over, you can join me and other grieving mothers in my free Facebook group to continue conversations of all things life after child loss. Go to www.meganhillica.com slash community to join us there. If you like this podcast, could you please share it with other grieving mothers so that they can also find hope in life after loss and to know that they are never alone.